Welcome, local listeners. This is your host, Rob Kohansky on Local First Podcast. This episode is hitting right on time in, uh, in, a, in a space where we have, to, we have to stay in the game. I know there's a lot of stuff that's going on out there with our businesses and everything else that's going on during those times. This is uh, March 2020 uh, during this pandemic, and Kat Ramirez really put out some really good advice for staying in the game and how to keep your business going, marketing, and adding. Uh, Stay tuned. Hi, this is Rod Kohansky, your host of Local First Podcast, connecting local businesses to your community. New episodes drop every Thursday at 3 p.m. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to make sure you do not miss an episode. I'd like to just take a moment to recognize our sponsor. Does your business software make less or more work for you? Think possibilities, think exacta. Enjoy the show. Good morning, Kat. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Robert. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show. I wish you were in the studio today. I know. <laughs> With the current situation, it's yeah, a little hard. That's all right. You know, next time we'll get you in the studio and we'll hang out and then I'll chop it up then too. So, you know, uh, we're in some really interesting times here, Kat. And, you know, um, if people don't know us, they're listening sometime in the future. This is March 18, 2020. We're in the middle of a world pandemic and businesses are closed. Um, it's like a ghost town out there. And, um, and business still has to keep going. And, right. And, and we just got to find different ways to uh, stay connected with each other. It's not like we're back in the 1950s. We do have the internet. We do have different social media platforms where we can still connect, do business and contribute to each other's. But before we get into that cat, let the listeners, you know, give a little bit of background, your backstory, you know, who you are and how did you get from, you know, where you were to, you know, owning your own advertising business? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in my previous life, I worked in corporate America. I um, represented television. So ABC, NBC, CBS, Telemundo, Fox, just about every one of them. I did that for about 27 years. My primary role was to be a, um, I guess, on the street sales manager, I coach and train my team to go out and solicit advertising and marketing and help consult with small to mid-sized businesses. And so as a result of that, you know, over the 27 years from the beginning, even to today, when I I meet with businesses, the number one objection has always been, um, I can't afford to advertise. And what I discerned from that was two things. One, they saw advertising as traditional media, TV, radio, print, billboard, which I represented the TV part of it, you know, and it's very expensive. And then the second thing uh, was um, they absolutely could not afford it because they were a small business and um, they didn't know what other options were available to them. And I, unfortunately, in those positions, couldn't offer them anything because I represented TV. You know, so I created Advertise as a result of that is I really wanted to educate, advocate uh, for small to mid-sized businesses and empower them so they can make good business decisions. Um, What I saw and what I what I felt the need was, was that businesses didn't understand the options that were available to them and they were getting very sided and very one sided conversations from reps that you know, where, of course, 
self-centered right. <laughs> and, and we were one of them, you know? And so I created advertise to stand up for the little guy. So the, the Robin hood of advertising. And that's pretty much how I got to where I am today, you know? Uh, so advocating for small to mid-sized businesses. I love that. You know, and it's like, it's, it seems like I was, you know, you took the words right out of my mouth. And that's part of why I do this podcast is for those small businesses to have a platform to share their story and what they do. Right. And not break the bank doing it. Exactly. Oh, I love that statement. <laughs> that is so cool. So, all right. So we're in this times and like all these businesses, restaurants, and a lot of other service industries are shut down. So what do you think is like, I've, I've seen you out there, you're on LinkedIn, you're crushing it out there. You know, what are some of the challenges you see for these businesses to stay connected and maybe what should they do? So this is a great question because, you know, um, like you, I did a podcast recently that I was telling businesses, don't close, don't close house. Don't, you know, throw in the towel. Don't close your doors. You know, you have to, at this time, you have to pivot. You have to rethink what can you do. And so, you know, it, it was funny because as a result of that, I had a couple business come out to me and I can give you some really good examples. Um, a company that I had worked with previously that did catering for weddings, you know, and, and business functions. Well, they're shut down because there is no big events and venues yeah. happening. And so he came up with, he pivoted and changed and he goes, here's what we're going to do, Kat. We're going we're gonna to deliver two meals a day to anybody who wants a hot meal. Wow. You know, and he's thinking, you know, the elderly, the handicap, you know, yeah. people that don't, that can't, shouldn't be out in public. Okay. Right. And so he's like, we got this service where it's free delivery and uh, all they have to do is sign up. And I said, what a cool concept. So we're running ads, you know, Facebook ads because people are on social media, you know, so that's the most efficient way to get his message out there. So that's one really, really good example. We have a vet who is doing a drive-through vet service. <laughs> I know that is cool. So she's we're promoting her drive-through vet service, meaning you pull up in your car, they come get your pet, you stay in your car, you know, they'll do everything. You have the option to leave and come back, of course, uh, because they do have the facility where they can just leave the dog, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're doing Zoom calls. So they're doing, like, if they feel like their dog is, uh, there's something wrong, and they don't feel like it's urgent, they can do a Zoom call with her to consult with her. So she's like, we're being really innovative with the, the companies that we're working with because again, you just have to think out of the box and think, how do I overcome this? And how do I still run my business? Because at the end of the day, you still have to function, you know? I, I love that because, you know, by just you just saying that, it's like because of what we're going through, businesses are, like you said, having to think outside the box. And now they have, you know, once we come back out of this, have another stream, another line of income that they can add to what they're already doing. So they have to oh, absolutely. themselves. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And um, again, a lot of the businesses probably won't have the wherewithal to think, how can I reinvent myself? What can I do? Because they're so ingrained in their own business. And so it just, it's just about, you know, talking with someone and trying to think about a way, how do you get out of this? And how do you figure out how you can still serve? Because both those businesses, quite frankly, they're doing this because they want to still pay their employees. You know, they yeah. care about their employees. Yeah. I mean, that, that is so cool. Cause it's like, 
you know, I, I, my wife works for um, uh, a dental, big dental chain in the area. And the, yesterday was her last day. And she shut down for, I think, two weeks now. So it hit home. Yep. And, you know, it's, just, it's nice to hear that other people out there are actually doing something different to, you know, keep, keep the employees in there to, to, you know, reinvent themselves to do some of those things like that. And, you know, what do you think is like, what are the types of uh, actions that, this, that people are listening to and businesses are listening to that can help continue to engage uh, either their clients or customers or even bring in new business during this time? Yeah, so I think over communicating is key. So whether you're uh, putting out your e-blasts, you know, and if uh, businesses have never done it, now's the time to do it, to stay engaged and, and communicate, over communicate. You know, my whole emphasis to all of our client base is to over communicate and then use social media. Right now, everybody's on social media. You know, and so and it's explosive. You you put a topic out there and those things get gobbled up. I mean, so it's very easy right now to go viral because everybody's on social media. That's how they're getting their news source. That's how they're staying connected to their family, to their employees, to their friends, whatever the case may be. So to um, put some investment into some paid ads in social media is a big win right now. Um, But also if you can't do that, then post just regularly post, you know, just regularly put content out there. Um, And your content should be very reflective on what's happening, you know, ways to stay entertained at home, you know, ways to exercise, ways to stay mentally healthy, you know, um, what are some things you can do like in your front yard or, you know, things like that. Right. Well, I mean, I, and I still think some people are, are cautious about going outside because I, you know, we take our dogs for a walk every day and we see less and less people walking. It's scary. You know, I went for a walk yesterday and it was, it was so nice. The sun was out and you know what? And that's one thing that you can continue to do. You can go to the parks you can get out there and you still live life. Yeah. No, you don't, don't confine yourself to a house just because that's what the businesses are doing or what people are saying. You can still go out and do things. Right. Right. You're just be, you just have to take the distance approach, you know, just take the distance approach. That's all. Um, But yeah. So when you talk about posting and this is something I learned for myself over the last uh, probably six months to a year. And I'm going to ask you this question is, you know, where do you, where do business, where should businesses post? Um, and I, I give you an example of what I do is like for me, um, I had to study each platform and figure out what to post on each one that makes most sense for me. And for me, uh, I get um, most of my, I get most of my bang off of LinkedIn. Okay. So how, does, how does a business based off of what they do pick a platform and run with it? Okay, so right now, because of the way this uh, pandemic uh, situation has erupted the whole system and created chaos, um, there's really no rules, just so you know. Like before, there was a lot of rules. And so I can tell you, like me, first and foremost, um, because I do paid ads on Facebook and I do LinkedIn um, stuff and, you know, and I do live videos on both. So here's the cool thing. Before this pandemic, I was getting 100% of my business to business from LinkedIn, like 100% because it is a business community, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting 70% of my business right now from Facebook of people reaching out 
that are saying, I need help. I need help because I, and I want to say it's probably because they're smaller businesses, you know, whereas LinkedIn has a lot more big corporate or consultants and things like that. Um, So I'm getting a lot. So I probably just within the last week, probably got about five new accounts that are saying, I need to be relevant on Facebook. I need to be relevant. You know what I mean? Like I need to be relevant. I need to have my exposure consistently out there. Uh, as people are on social media. And of course, we're putting them on more than one platform because we want to use the power of social media. So, you know, typically they're right now, the the three traditional big ones right now for a lot of these businesses are the LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, you know, and those are the three primary ones we're using, you know. Okay. All right. That's cool. And I'm going to come back to, you talked about traditional media advertising versus the alternative. What are some of those alternatives that, you know, business can do either by hiring someone or doing it by themselves? So um, SEO is a big one, search engine optimization, of course, that is going to take a lot of time, but that's basically just creating blogs, basically. And blogs are great right now because people, again, are reading content. So it would be a great strategy to implement if someone, you know, goes in it and let's say they do a blog once every week. That's a great strategy you know? And so it would be investing in that. Uh, another thing would be podcasting as you are doing, Robert. <laughs> podcasting is awesome. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because I didn't get into podcasting until two years ago, but I absolutely love it, you know, because, you know, for me, as I'm going from client to client in between, I can, I can carry it with me, you know, yeah. whereas you can't take your TV, you can't watch your YouTube as you're walking around. You know what I mean? Like podcasting to me is just amazing and I love it and it's educational and I, you know, it's all about improving what you want to improve, you know, in a virtual form. Um, you know, so those are two there, you know, other things that you can do are some contest, virtual contesting, you know, if you do that, if you do virtual workshops, those are awesome. I mean, that's going to be the new norm. So if you don't start jumping on that bandwagon now, that's the bandwagon you need to jump on is virtual workshops. Um, we had a, a business coach that used to do, uh, you know, in-person workshops and they, he would get 30 people easy every month, every month, you know, and I would imagine he could easily double that if he did a virtual workshop. Oh, no doubt. And you know, the other thing too is that there's, you start a group, join a group. Yep. And and, yep. Do, and, and engage. And if you don't have, you know, it's like, you know, just, you know, document what you're doing and don't worry so much about creating what you're doing and, and worry about that creation and engage with other people online uh, within there. If you see something you like, like it, but just more than like it, comment on it and engage yes. with the other people. Yeah, I I would say that if you're money strapped, if you're strapped for funds in regards to buying some type of help or whatever, whether it's media or a person or an assistant or whatever, like I, I would agree, you put a lot of time into your social networks and you engage in groups and conversations and you listen to people and you reply um, because people are like responding to each other because they need help. And virtually right now is the way they're reaching out. Sure. And you do, I see you do a lot of videos and I, I gave you some credit on that. Cause that's just, I mean, that's a lot of work. How do you come up with your topics every day? So this is really, really good. 
Uh, mine are through conversations. So I have a lot of conversations every week. And if I get a conversation where I'm like, oh man, that's a topic. I got to talk about that. And so it's by mere everyday conversations of people. And sometimes it's the same thing that comes up over and over. And I'm like, I got to do a video on that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I have a virtual frequently asked question kind of scenario. Yeah. And that, that's what I do. And, you know, I'm glad you asked this because um, we have clients that also do videos and I, I tell them the same thing, like do a video on the stuff that people ask you over and over and over. That way you have a video format of it and you can send it to them or they start tuning into you because you're going to get this same question from someone else and someone else, you know? You know what? You just popped an idea in my head. Awesome. I, I asked that intentionally to, because I, I, I look at this, at this podcast as recording as part of my university and learning as well, as well as for everybody else. And I'm going, I asked you, I was like, where do you get all this content from? I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, I have like over a hundred episodes I can dig in through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. What are some of the biggest challenges that you think uh, other than the money, um, that small businesses have in advertising and getting themselves out there? Yeah. Okay. So this is a great question because I come up against this all the time. And I just had this conversation with the lady we uh, took on a couple days ago where people get scammed. They're, you're going to get, they're scammers right now. And I'm telling you right now, people have to be leery and they have to be cautious because there are scammers. I, the lady I talked to, she, you know, she'll tell you that she spent over $10,000 on wrong people that sold you know, sold their, sold their self high. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. Okay. And she wasted money and she feels bad. And those are hard lessons to learn. Um, But at the end of the day, as a business owner and as a, a sincere person, you know, you're very trusting and I'm not telling you to not be trusting. I'm saying vet them out. Look, look at their reviews and, you know, ask for references. I mean, don't get scammed. Um, the other uh, challenge for business owners now is having the right elements in place. So like when I say do Facebook ads, I'm not saying hit that boost button. That boost button is not going to do any good because it goes to the whole worldwide world. It's garbage. It's, it's, uh, it's the bottom of the inventory. If any, you know, I went to a Facebook workshop where Facebook conducted it and they, it was all to agency people. And the first thing they said was don't ever hit that boost button. Wow. Okay. But then they put it out there as kind of like when you go to the casino, you know how you right. see the slot machines and they're saying, bing, 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 bing. You know, that's the whole concept of that boost button. Just so you know, it's uh you know, throw your money and see what you get. Uh, so don't, that's not what I'm saying when I say do paid ads. Paid ads mean targeted strategic ads that are done correctly. It doesn't cost much to hire someone. And I'll give you an example. Like we pay, t- people pay us 20% to do Facebook ads, okay? There are, so I give them a point of reference, okay? So I'm giving people a point of reference. Whereas there are some companies out there that charge I'll give you an example. I had a fitness company paid $1,000 a month for three months for Facebook ads. 500 of that went to the consultant. 500. Wow. So compare that to 20%. Sure. 
Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Wow. So, so it's knowing, you know, what's out there and know how it should be strategically priced and knowing what you're getting for your money and asking those questions. Don't be afraid to ask those questions, you know? And then also it's designing the ad, not, you know, just because, and here's the thing, like I have businesses that have tried to do ads, uh, whether they're on Facebook, LinkedIn, or um, Pandora, wherever, doesn't matter. You know, they try to do it on their own and they're like, hey, they don't work. They don't work. Well, it's not about they don't work. They do work. I promise you they work. They work for me and they work for a lot of other people. Um, It's figuring out and knowing how to work them properly. So don't invest in it. If you don't know what you're doing, hire someone so that you're spending your money correctly and it's not a waste. You know? Do you do A-B testing for the, uh, the businesses? Yes, always, 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 always. Yes. And, you know, and I'm glad you asked that because we always do a little tiny test buy before we even launch it just because we want to make sure that we are going to get the results that they need. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Oh, my goodness. I just forgot what I was going to ask you. Um, That's okay. okay <laughs> yeah. All right. Going back to Facebook, is it still... I'm going to say it's like, I've heard this over and over again from like a lot of advertisers that Facebook right now is still the best bang for your buck. Oh God. Yes. Absolutely. Hands down. I mean, I can tell you like right now um, we're, we're probably getting like uh, 0.11 cents for every thousand impressions. I mean, it's, it's ridiculously cheap. When I sold TV, just to give you a frame of reference. Okay. Yeah. You're paying like, you know, from let's say low end $12 for every thousand impression you get to $50 compared to 11 cents. Yeah, no, nah, I, I know where my money's going. Exactly. I love yeah. it. I, love I mean, it. but if you can afford, you know, I'm not knocking TV, okay, or traditional media. If you can afford big bang like that, if you can afford it, and when I say you can afford it, it means you can sustain it for a year or two. That means you can afford it then do it because, you know, people are on TV right now, you know, and the news is going to be the most popular right now. Exactly. So, so if they can't afford it, great, do it, you know. How often should be a business be advertising? I mean, how often should be, I mean, you mentioned out there is like all the time is like, you know, whether it's the post or they're post, posting, you know, the ads, you know, how often should they be doing this? Okay. I love this question. I have a longer answer, but I'm not going to, I'm not going (laughs) to torture you with my longer answer. Here's the reality. Okay. It's, it's the business job. It's my job to remind people every day, every single day, when and why to buy me every single day. And I need to find the most efficient way to do it every single day. So it's the same as cold calling, right? It's a numbers game. The more people you get a hold of, the more likely you're going to get that one to convert. You don't call five people and think five are going to convert. No, that's not reality. You know, you have to call a lot of people. Same thing with an ad. You have to be in front of a lot of people, okay, mm-hmm. for it to convert. And if you can't pay to be in front of a lot of people, then you got to post every day. You got to, or you got to send out e-blast. You got to keep reminding them every day. Every day. So what advice do you have for people that, uh, how I'm going to put this out there is like, they're, I know they're scared of a fear of holding back that they're putting too much out there. 
No, there's never, you're never putting too much. I love this question because I've had a business say this one time and they were like, oh my God, Kat, don't post five times a week, only three. I feel like we're, we're, we're killing people. No, you're not. There's too many people out there. There's no way everyone's going to see your mess. There's no, I can promise you, no way. Absolutely not. And like, nobody's going to be the David Gruber of the world, right? I Unless- love it. I love no, unless you that. have his kind of money, right? Because right. he's spending what a million point two a year. I, I don't spend a million point two a year, so there's no way I'm going to hit everybody. And you know, and so there, you're not going to be the David Groover, especially a small bit. There's no way, no. And I you, I would think you want to aspire to be the David Groover with no money. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and I love that you bring that up. Is that I use that analogy of a lot with small businesses and stuff like that. I was like, and I, I was, I was going, I was like, uh, do you know one call? That's all. And they're like, yeah, David Gruber. I'm like, exactly. It's like you, whether you like them, love them or yep. whatever, you know about them. So, so let me, cause I know David Gruber personally. So let me tell you the method of madness to success because he was a small guy too. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely a small guy. And he will tell you his first office was in a janitorial closet. Wow. So here's the secret to success. And this is the magic formula for anyone. Consistency. Mm. You stay in the game and you stay at it. That's it. It's pretty simple. Yet it's hard for people. <laughs> <laughs> we always chasing those butterflies, you know, this right. goes there. Awesome. Awesome. This is a lot of great content. I could go on all day about this. What's, I would say, how do people get in um, contact with you, Kat? Oh, they can reach me through LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, of course, uh, yeah. Catherine Cat Ramirez. Um, the website, Advertise, it's A as in Apple, D as in dog, B as in boy, I as in ice, D as in dog, T as in Tom, I as in ice, S as in Sam, and E as in Eddie. So Advertise.com, it's a play on words. Um, they can go to standoutandgrow.com, that's the podcast. Uh, or they can just go to Cat or CatherineRamirez.net. That's my um, personal website. Uh, okay. But either way, I mean, I I I'm on every social media. You know, if they just search Google, search me, I'm sure they'll find me. Uh, so very easy to get a hold of me. All right, very cool. And you have a lot of free stuff on your website. And I encourage you know if you're listening to this and you're looking to get started or trying to figure out where to go get started. Kat has a lot of cool stuff on her website, advertise.com. Uh, and, you know, go on there, check it out, reach out to her to make sure you know what you're doing and, and give her a shout out to, you know, figure out how you can reinvent yourself. I mean, this is the perfect time for it. Just don't sit in your house or sit wherever you are and do nothing. This is the perfect time to learn new skills, to find different ways to generate revenue, get in contact with people. And, you know, and this is one as bad as it is, this is one of the greatest times that we can actually reinvent things. Absolutely. And I think we kind of talked about this beforehand. It's when this is all said and done, it's another, another revenue source. I mean, it only helps the business. I mean, cause it's not going to, you know, you, you don't kill it or put it away, especially if it starts to make you money. <laughs> right. You could keep running with it. Right. All right. So absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to get here. I'm just going to get set up here. So this is that we're just finishing up here, Kat. We do have, I have some uh, fun things here. We're going to do some rapid fire questions just to have some fun and then we'll wrap it up. 
Uh, I'm just going to just go out there and just whatever you think of off the top of your head. Okay. Awesome. Before we do that, um, uh, you get to ask me one question, any question, and I'll do my best to answer it. Do, do I ask the question now or are you going to tell me when? No, you can ask me right now. Okay. So what's your biggest challenge? Um, wow. You, you, um, is, is it, it's myself. I have probably my own biggest challenge is myself and thinking that um, I'm putting too much out there. Okay. Okay. That's why it does. Why it says part of why I lead into some of these questions that I've written down here for my own yep. challenges. Yep. So it, even though I release two episodes a week and I'm out there quite a bit, I still think that I could be doing more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges. And, and just by having a conversation with you today, I've gotten tons of notes that I'm going to share uh, with everybody else, but um, that there's things that I'm going to take action on myself as well. Awesome. And by doing that. So that's really, really cool. So I'm excited about that. I have a meeting with uh, my buddy Jackson. Uh, we, we host a, a monthly book club and we're going virtual with that this month. Cool. So that's, that's I really love cool. it. That's going to be cool because it's, it's books, <laughs> it's books, beer and networking. So you can still get the beer, have it in your house, yep. wherever we still have the books, but we just have to find a way to do this. You know, it would be nice to have it on some type of video format, but we'll figure that out. Well, you can do it via Zoom, right? I think so. Yeah, you should be able to add like, I want to say multiple, 10, 20. I know I have a girlfriend who does, uh, she's multi-level marketing. She's a team leader. Yeah. I want to say she has like up to 30 people pictures on her Zoom. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out today. We're going to figure that out. Maybe, maybe my sponsors got one of those like premium accounts that I can talk to them about. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. All right. So let's see here. We'll get into this. Also, I just wanted to um, real quickly, um, I am hosting an event of five things you know about starting a podcast before you get started. April 9th, I do have a location for that, but we might be doing that as a virtual workshop as well. Go on Eventbrite and do a search for that. I'll also put that in the show notes. And that, and then there'll be another event that's going to be coming up, hopefully, I think either the end of April or the... Um, beginning of May is how to be a guest on a podcast and getting the most out of it. Nice. So sounds great. Yeah. That's cool. Cool stuff. All right. What, all right. So what is your favorite childhood TV show? Oh, uh, I would say it was probably uh, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's I know that's going to date me. That's going to date love me. It. I love it. Okay. Cause I watched that show too. So what's your favorite character on Gilligan's Island? Uh, Marianne, because she was so sweet and fun and, you know, great attitude. I love it. I love it. I, I, I used to watch that too, so we're right there. Yeah. Uh, favorite season of the year? Uh, it's fall, hands down. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Favorite number? Seven. Seven. All right. Let's see here. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? When no one's watching, absolutely. I love it. <laughs> Right. So it was like, well, we'll wrap it up on that. Double dipping is good. No one's looking. So Kat, I appreciate you being on here um, and being on the show. There's a lot of great information. Uh, this is a really a great time to, you know, really reinvent yourself and take a look at what you're doing. And, you know, and if you don't know where to go, get online and connect with people and collaborate. 
and ask questions and ask what other people could doing because there's there's opportunities out there to collaborate with others to help each other and take advantage of that right now because everybody's right. in line i agree totally agree all right kat i'm gonna leave this up to you uh, any last words or ask for the, for the listeners yeah i i think my my final message would be is don't throw in the towel don't give up you got to stay in the game. It's like Warren Buffett said, and I love Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett said, when the market goes down, you buy, right? You buy a lot of stock. Same thing for your business. When the market goes down, everybody's pulling out. You stay in the game. Those people survive. Stay in the game. And you don't have to stay in the game heavy. Just stay in the game, you know? I love it. Thank you so much, Kat. Thank you. I appreciate your time. <laughs>